to the Heads Up Podcast. I am Jason Rogers, the head of school of Rundle College Society, and I'll be your host for this season's episode. With each new podcast, we hope to explore interesting topics relating to Rundle College student, faculty, and parent life. This season, you'll hear interviews with faculty, parents, alumni, students, and educational experts. Each episode will aim to provide an insight and context to the happenings in and around our community. Thank you for joining me and everybody in the Rumble College Society on this journey, and I hope you enjoy this Rumble experience. Welcome back to the Heads Up Podcast. On today's episode, I have the great opportunity to interview one of our grade 12 students, Miss Madeline Warm. Before we start the interview, let me take a moment and introduce you to who Madeline is. Madeline was born in Toronto in the year 2000, and at Rundle College, we were lucky enough to accept her into grade 9 in 2014. And as mentioned before, she's currently a grade 12 student. I've asked Madeline in the past who inspires her most, and she's quick to name any number of people. But more often than not, she comes back to her grandmother, who is a business owner of her own interior design company and a strong, independent leader in a time when women were not at the forefront of business. When I ask Madeline what she wants to do when she gets older, she'll be quick to tell me that she's thinking about a philosophy degree, hopefully at Queen's University, and then going on to practice law. All the while, she's quick to balance it with that she wants to perform in productions, she wants to make music, and she wants to play basketball as she grows older. One time I did ask her what her favorite quote is, and she said, tell me, what is your plan to do with your one and most precious life? This is the quote that I love most, and it's by Mary Oliver. And I do my best to live those words each and every day. I know you're as excited to hear from her as I am, so please join me in welcoming Madeline to today's program. This here, thanks for joining me today, Madeline. Thanks so much for having me. And for those of you, well, I guess you probably heard the introduction, but Madeline's a grade 12 student here at the at the college, and I'm really excited to talk to her because she was one of the first members of the Rundle Ascent program. So that's a distinction in leadership, which we started last year, and we're going to continue this year in that hope to you know, inspire leaders. And I have to say that last year I was absolutely inspired by Madeline and her leadership. And I'm really excited that she's a part of the prefects this year and thrilled that she's sitting here with me today. Thank you. No problem. (laughs) And so Madeline, I have part of the interviews. I've always got five questions to start. So the Rundle five. And uh, the first question I'd like to ask you is why do you think Rundle's a great place to learn? Well, for me, I believe that Rundle not only embraces small class size and obviously caters to students' needs, but I believe that Rundle also builds a really strong community where students can thrive. The educational aspect is clearly phenomenal. However, to me, what sets Rundle apart is the way Rundle offers so many clubs, teams, and events that allow fully rounded students to grow and develop. Great. And I mean, you are always involved, Madeline. I see you in the hallways and in all kinds of clubs and activities. Uh, What's been your favorite to date to be involved in? I think um, I really have two favorites. Uh, I love playing senior varsity basketball. That's something that the team aspect and the games themselves, just it's something that's really fun for me. Um, And I also 
really love being involved in the school productions. That's yeah. something that those are kind of my two passion sports and drama. So yeah. I I really enjoy those programs as well as obviously prefects is something I'm really passionate about. So Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that uh, really comes back to the Renaissance learner. I mean, it's really cool to hear that you love the character piece being prefects and athletics and um, and drama as well, which is really what we want for our students and from our students. I think what kind of balls all of those together in some respects is a program like the Junior Cobras. Mm-hmm. And I understand you've been involved in the Junior Cobras program. Yes. So why don't you give us just a brief overview of what Junior Cobras is all about for sure. you? And and then maybe I'll have a follow-up about why you like it so much. Yeah, so um, Junior Cobras is basically a program where we all of the senior varsity girls, um, and I think they do it for the boys as well, yeah. but... For the program I'm involved in, it's the senior varsity girls go over to the elementary and we essentially coach kids from, I believe it's grade four to six, yes. uh, and basically just teach them basketball. Miss Adolph has all the drills set up and it's our job just to help run them and give them advice and just really boost their confidence so that they eventually will hopefully become you know, basketball players on our team in the future. Totally. So, yeah. Hopefully the junior Cobras will become Cobras. That'd be a pretty, yeah, yeah, <laughs> pretty exactly. cool thing. And I think uh, seeing the kids work with the senior varsity players is really neat because they definitely idolize you. You know, yeah. they look up to you and that's for a really sure. exciting thing for them. So hopefully that program keeps going strong. Yeah, I know. It's awesome. Excellent. Thanks for that, Madeline. Now my next question's about improvement, student improvement in particular. So what can Rundle do to improve the student experience uh, for all the students? Well, first of all, I think that Rundle already is doing a really good job and there's not that many areas that I feel need to change. But one thing I think I've noticed is um, just that Rundle could bring a little bit more awareness to mental health issues and help to eradicate a lot of the stigmas that exist. Just me personally, I can see through my friends, family, and even myself that mental health is a really is an issue that I think is important to be addressed because if you ignore it, a lot of other problems can arise. So I just think if we made it easier for students to get help and even for other students to just understand it a little bit more, that might improve just the student body overall. Um, really, the only other thing I have is just I personally love discussions and debates and that kind of thing. So I think it would be really interesting if more discussions could be brought into classrooms other than just social. Even if in science, for example, you could discuss some current issues that are going on in biology, say. And I think it would just be neat to explore some current events, not just within like the political world. Yeah, I agree, Madeline, on both points. And what gets me really excited is this conversation here and us talking about mental health and bringing it to the forefront because I think it starts with all of us and that Mm -hmm. um, willingness to talk about the challenges face everybody in society and I think rumbles up to the challenge I know we're we're excited about that piece Mm -hmm. I think your second point about interdisciplinary or um, interdisciplinary well interdisciplinary approach to different subjects I think is really important too because Mm -hmm. I think it's a huge part of our uh, knowledge economy and in the design methodology and the whole the whole piece there. So yeah, I couldn't agree with you more, Madeline. I think it's really insightful and I, I'm excited about taking up the charge on, on those changes. Thank you for that. Awesome. All right, on to question three, Madeline. Uh, last year we started the Ascent program, which is a distinction in leadership here at Rundle College. And it was a big leap of faith because we weren't sure how it was going to work. And we were lucky to have about 10 students come along and you were one of the few grade 11s who, who chose to be a part of it. I'm really curious as to 
How was your experience in the Ascent program? And in particular, what was your biggest takeaway around leadership from those seminars that we had? Well, I think for me, the biggest takeaway was learning just how many different types of leadership there are. I think that all of us have a somewhat understanding of what being a leader is, but Mm -hmm. at least in my mind, prior to the Ascent program, it kind of just meant one thing, which was someone who wasn't afraid to, you know, get up, be a little bit bossy and and direct people. Mm -hmm. But I think even just sitting in the boardroom where we held our meetings, it became clear to me that everyone in the room was very unique and no one really had one sort of mannerism that tied us all together. We were all leaders, obviously, but Mm -hmm. really unique and really different. So to me, I think that really helped. It helped me because I was able to learn from the different styles of the guest speakers we had, you yourself, and even just my peers around me. uh, I could see some of the strategies that they were using. So that for me was the biggest thing. Yeah, no, I think think the discussion was always the richest part of the whole Mm -hmm. session. And we had some really deep interesting discussion. Mm -hmm. I go back to um, one of the discussions we had, and it was with Mr. Houck, the former headmaster, now superintendent, and you asked a really great question about leadership during that. And you asked, you know, what was his view on women in leadership? Mm -hmm. Um, Why is this so important to you? Well, I think for me, um, not only have I been raised in a household where You know, my grandmother was a woman who started her own business when that wasn't really the most common thing to do at the time, as well as my mom has always been um, a strong woman involved in a company. So she's really been an inspiration to me, as well as the fact that I attended a girl's school for a couple of years, which to me really brought a lot of light onto women's issues and the women's role in the media and in, in leadership. So that's kind of where my passion sparked, as well as for me, I just... I just from a young age kind of realized that I think that women needed to have more of a voice in the leadership world to help eradicate a lot of the negative kind of bossy stigmas that surround women. Um, I think that once female leaders can be given a stronger voice overall, not only will it dispel a lot of the gender norms surrounding like us females in particular, but also men. Um, I think that with men, there's kind of opposite to what it is with women, how you have to be, oh, delicate, you know, sensitive, kind of listen to orders. I think with men, it's it's negative because they have to take up, they're expected to take up the roles of like really strong, powerful, yeah. kind of like large and in charge. For sure. And I think that that can be really negative for men as well um, and women. It, it just puts people in these chains that it's really hard to break out of. Um, I think that to achieve real gender equality, both in leadership and in society, it's important to recognize gender as more of a spectrum where mm-hmm. the, the specific traits that go along with being on either one side or the other just kind of become something that's really applicable to anyone. Yeah, and I think that ties really nicely into a conversation that you and I had with a, a head of school from out east and a good friend of mine named Martha Perry. And we called her last year when we were discussing mm-hmm. women in leadership and she flipped it on us a little bit and said, um, Jason Madeline, why don't you think about his gender and leadership and what that means to you and to your school and to your space. And so following up on that conversation, I mean, do you have any thoughts in the gender and leadership space? Well, I think that this issue is really relevant, especially now when a lot of a lot more awareness to the LGBTQ plus movement has really come to the forefront. I think that it's important to recognize that gender is much more of a spectrum now people don't necessarily just have to identify as man or woman you can be gender fluid and a whole bunch of other like there's a lot of different choices for people 
So I think that once we recognize that you don't have to choose certain traits that go along with being either a man or a woman in order to be a leader, and you realize that no matter what your identity, you can embrace a lot of the things that are going to make the strongest, most responsible people in society. I think that that's really when, you know, not only are we going to make our current leaders stronger, but it's also going to allow a lot more people to kind of stand up and say, yes, I would like to help lead people, basically. They're going to be less afraid. I think we saw a lot of that too. Like it, it wasn't an intentional gender and leadership piece, but the majority of people in our Ascent program the first time around were female, Mm -hmm. identifying as female, and then we had a couple male in there. But I mean, I think as a group, we came to find that our leadership really transcended those gender stereotypes. Would you agree that that was the case? Yeah, I think that, you know, when you look typically in in movies and TV shows, you know, you kind of have the female leaders that are either so bossy and kind of overly strong that they're perceived as as mean and like mm-hmm. everyone hates them mm-hmm. or you have the leader who kind of leads by just being like oh so sweet and nice yes um but i think that what you saw in the ascent program is that all of us were so unique and i think that if you know i was if i didn't know you know say if i was blindfolded or something yeah. and i didn't know everyone's gender i wouldn't be able to pick out oh you know that's a guy that's a girl it it wouldn't have been clear to me because everyone has a lot of different, I guess, like traits that they seem to draw from both of the like typical sides, if that yeah. makes sense. And I think as we start to look at like value-based leadership, it really became apparent. And I think, yeah, as you kind of got down to the values that we all had, we knew that they were diverse and they weren't gender specific, mm-hmm. I guess, is, is the best way to yeah. put it. And that was a giant takeaway for me. And so a bit of a pitch here is that uh, Madeline and I throughout the course of this year are going to work on a module and I don't know what the title will be, but it'll be probably be something like gender and leadership. Mm-hmm. And I'm really excited mm-hmm. about the conversation and then being able to deliver that to, to this year's group of Ascent leaders. So Madeline, thanks for your passion in this area. And thanks for the conversation on this area, because I think this is just the beginning of a very rich conversation in this area. Thank you. Now, as you've been listening to the podcast, no doubt you're going to understand why I choose to ask the last question. Um, I'm sure you're as inspired by Madeline as I am. And so I have to ask really the question number five, Madeline, is how do you think you're going to go forward and change the world? (laughs) Well, I think first of all, um, I don't exactly know what I want to do. um, But I think that, you know, like everyone, I want to make the world a better place. where not only women have a stronger and more respected voice, but I also want, you know, everyone of different genders and identities to have a stronger voice overall. Something I'd also really like to focus on is uh, the importance of mental health awareness and kind of bring that more up to the forefront. Um, Seeing how the issues like anxiety, depression, OCD, ADHD, things like that affect my family, friends, myself, and the people around um, the world, I passionately believe that more info, awareness, and research needs to be done in these areas um, to make it easier for the people with these illnesses, but also for the people surrounding them to be able to better support them and understand. Um, And like I said before, you know, I don't know exactly what that's going to look like or what I want to do, but one thing I know is that I want to be remembered for making a difference and at least changing one or two people's lives. Um, To quote Emma Watson in her speech about feminism to the UN, uh, (laughs) if not me, then who? 
if not now, then when? And that's kind of how I like to live my life. Wow, Madeline, I am like so inspired. And I, I know you're, the listeners to this podcast will feel the same way. So uh, thanks for, for that response. And I know for fact you're going to go out there and change multiple lives for <laughs> the better. You. So thanks. thank you for, for that response. Excellent, Madeline. We finished the uh, Rundle 5 and we're on to my favorite portion of every episode and it's the Rundle Rumble. So those of you who have listened to the program before will know that the Rundle Rumble is a quick fire Rundle Association game. Madeline, I'm going to say one word or maybe a couple of words and uh, I want you to rapid fire Rundle Associate it. Okay. Okay, so whatever comes to mind, um, just let me have it. Are you ready? Yes. Okay, so here we go. Here's the... 10 from the Rundle Rumble. Number one, family. Love. Beautiful. Okay, number two, Malala. Strong, independent woman. Yeah. Number three, basketball. Fun. Okay. Number four, the black grade 12 sweater. Intimidating. <laughs> okay. Number five is seniors lounge. Humorous. Okay. Number six, post-secondary. Stressful. Yes, uh, no kidding. Decisions, right? Decisions. <laughs> yeah. Um, number seven, kindness. Community. Right on. Number eight, your dream. Music. Number nine, Miss Belt. Nice. Right on. She'll appreciate that. <laughs> okay. And last but not least, Madeline, what is success to you? I think to me, success isn't really something that you know you can concretely measure. I think success is is really when you look in the mirror and you can say, you know, I'm I'm proud of what I've done. I'm happy with all that I've achieved. And also when you can, you know, look to the community around you and you can see that they're proud of you and also, you know, supportive of the of the things that you've done. So, yeah. Wow, and Madeline, without reservation, I can say we're extremely proud of you, <laughs> and uh, we're proud of the things you've done and the pe- person you are, and uh, we know that we're a better community for having you as a part of us. And so thank you for joining me today. Thank you so much And for thanks for me. everything that you do around the school, and I can't wait to see uh, where you take the prefects and the Ascent Leadership Group this year. Thank you so much. Excellent.